Hey, it's episode 99 of Umpire Pants. It's me and Kelly at Kelly's house. Hey. Mary will be joining us later, or will she? We'll see. You have to wait to find out we'll be after the break. Trying to give her a call. <laughs> Uh, 1999 in movies is maybe the best year in movies of all time. In years, it's the year I graduated high school. So you probably remember these movies. That's a prime movie seeing uh, age. Yeah, it is. Old enough to see R-rated movies, young enough to not be able to go to bars. And a a thing you do socially a lot at that age. Yeah. uh, Lily was talking about, she wants to see the new It movie. Lily's my daughter. She's uh, 16. She's older than most people in her class. So she'll be 17 to start her junior year. And uh, she turned 17 in September and she wants to go see this movie that comes out in September and I said, oh, you can, you'll be old enough to go by yourself because you have to be 17 to go to an R-rated movie by yourself. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but none of my friends will be able to go, <laughs> which kind of sucks. <laughs> but uh, they actually took this very seriously. She wanted to see the movie The Predator when she was uh, when she turned 16. Uh-huh. I took her last year and I bought tickets for her and then I went to the and I took her to the theater with two of her friends and uh, who were also, I think they were 15 and uh said okay i bought these tickets it should be fine and then i, I said call me if there's a problem uh-huh. she called me immediately and said when i was back at the car and said they're not letting me in they said i need a parent with me oh so i went in and i said hey i'm her parent it's fine if she sees this movie they're like no you have to watch this movie with her oh and wow. first of all i think they were shocked that she said i will call my dad and he'll come uh-huh. and i did <laughs> like i was like yeah i vouch for this and they're like no that's not good enough you have to watch it and i'm like all right fuck it and i went and bought a ticket and sat like a couple rows away from them. Oh, that's so it funny. Be, like bothering them and yeah. watch the Predator, which is a bad movie. I'm glad you didn't have it somewhere was, else to be. Yeah, I was just gonna. I don't remember what I was gonna do, but I uh, was just gonna go pick them up. So it was night, so I wouldn't have been doing anything exciting because I'm yeah. a boring person. But uh, the Predator. Uh, the point of the story is everyone should watch it. It's bad and entertaining. Is What's this a, different than Predator? Yeah, it's called I The s- Predator. I assume it since it's new. Last year, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is not in it. Okay. Um, it's a. Uh, just another predator movie that's it was written by the same guy who wrote the first one but it's um no he's not he didn't write the first one he's in the first one he wrote lethal weapon oh okay so it seemed promising but it was it did not deliver on that i think he blamed the studio or the editors which is what they always do when they direct oh, yeah. and write a movie oh the editors this movie was great and the studio <laughs> messed it up although in the case of canon movies which is a movie studio that makes like chuck they made they're not around anymore but they made like a lot of really corny 80s movies like chuck norris movies and stuff uh-huh they would actually make like a two and a half or a two hour movie that had a lot of plot and stuff. And then the guys who ran the company would be like, okay, take out all the plot and make this just action scenes. Oh, wow. Which is awesome. We don't need a character development. We need uh, more trucks blowing up. <laughs> so 99, I'm just looking at the Wikipedia or the Google summary, but Fight Club came out that year. Oh, that's a good movie. It's a good movie. The Matrix, uh, which was which really changed cinema, I would say. Yeah. Watched that recently. It holds up really well. I don't think I ever understood it. I saw it twice in the theater. I've heard that it's a like an allegory about being uh, transgendered. Oh, really? Both of the directors are transgender, huh. but they weren't out at the time. Interesting. Um, but because uh, apparently there's a red pill and a blue pill, and the one that you take is like the same color as a hormone pill or something. I don't know how true all this is. I'm oh. not vouching for this thing, but I've heard trans people say this. Interesting. And it kind of mirrors some of the experience of accepting who you are and whatever. It's interesting, yeah. But it's even without that understanding that subtext, or apparently you understanding the plot. <laughs> I uh, kind of did, but I think movie. I don't. I guess I don't remember it very well. But I remember being confused by it the first time I saw it. It actually kind of leads into it's. It's a little confusing because it's so sci-fi. But um, you know, like sci-fi things. I'm surprised you saw it. I kind of do like sci-fi stuff. I you didn't. I like a little bit. All right. <laughs> like Logan's Run, I liked. Right. <laughs> that's a I weird, like that. That's a weird one to like. I like that kind of sci-fi. Yeah. Um, well, this is a. I think the Matrix transcends sci-fi in the way that like Alien does. Or yeah. Whatever. But um, I think it, it, it ushered in a new era of um, CGI because uh-huh. they really um, stretched CGI to its limits. And it, that actually still holds up surprisingly. Um, but I think it ultimately CGI has led to basically the almost destruction of what we think of as being movies. Because like besides just all of the, you know, comic book movies that are mostly cartoon fighting uh-huh. things that i don't like uh lately movies have been coming out like uh the lion king is coming out this week i think <clears throat> or came out this week and which is a couple weeks ago now whatever um no <laughs> whatever it doesn't matter <laughs> i'm so confused about what we're doing but that that movie is a remake of the actual animated in a hand-drawn sense and now it's it's a computer animated lions and animals that can't move their mouths because they look like real lions yeah 
or have facial expressions or have facial expressions or show any emotion or 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 whatever they the original ones showed which you know the animation used in the first one had been developed over like a hundred years and then now their cgi has been around for however long it has and it seems like they're they're losing the plot a little bit in terms of what movies are for yeah like let's just remake this thing and have it be because i I think the ones that have a mix of people and cgi probably feel a little more grounded but this one seems like it'd be hard to sit through it's really long too Oh, is it? Movies have gotten longer and more computer animated. You know me. I don't like a long movie. It's like over two hours, I think. No deal. Um, yeah. doesn't sound good. You know, to each their own. Uh, another one is, um, oh, the Sonic movie. Sonic the Hedgehog. They came out with imagery for that movie, what Sonic looked like. And he had weird teeth and bad fur and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. And people were roasting it so hard online. The movie studio said, you know what? This isn't really done yet, so we're going to go back oh, and did they? redo what that. Sonic looks like and come back with... <laughs> I have no interest in the Sonic, Sonic movie, but I did see those pictures just from... Yeah, that's a whole other issue is people our age, which is two different ages, but who are deeply vested in things like Sonic, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That seems to be something that... Are there still good. Sonic games now, though? Like, I don't know. Who's supposed to be I, into I it? I wouldn't even play a Sonic game. Because I yeah. loved the Sonic games on Sega. I think Sonic played kind of, them all the time. It is weird that they, I think it's weird they made a movie because it seems like that's not a property that people would give a shit about. The way uh, that Mario has been around apparently forever. Apparently they sure do. Yeah, they're very invested in it. They don't like how it looks. So they're changing it, changing the teeth, changing the fur. And then also, um, have you seen the trailer for Cats? No, I saw it all over Twitter yeah. recently. I It's disturbing looking, in my opinion. It's weird. Is that one CGI? Yes. Oh. It's people... I don't know how much of it is suits and how much the CGI, but it looks like mocap cat suits, like motion capture. So I don't know <laughs> I you, how they made it. I thought you said motion capture. Looks like motion capture. Uh, it did. It was involved. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a funny thing to pick up on because um, it's not exactly a household name. Yeah, but I do know who that is. Natasha Leggero's some, husband. Somebody that I would. Yeah, Mr. Le- Natasha Leggero. Yeah, that also looks unsettling because I think I think they've gone beyond the uncanny valley and into the world of CGI. That's <laughs> too much that was me farting <laughs> um uh, and it's it's i think that when you look at jurassic park and the matrix and you say god these are such achievements of cgi it's like yeah well, but it led to this it's like the atomic just, bomb um, replacing all the actors with cgi stuff and yeah. it's too much yeah and then having it be just like so not part of reality that it's hard to like absorb almost it's weird it's a weird thing It'd That's be really funny if they couldn't hear that um, motorcycle on mic and it was just you saying, that was that me was farting. farting. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That's me describing me talking. I have my window's wide open. It's a nice day and it's yeah. really... The breeze coming in off Elliott Bay. Resulting in a lot of uh, exterior noise coming in. Yeah. So enjoy that, guys. I mean, maybe later on you'll hear a garbage truck. Maybe. <laughs> maybe some seagulls. Another one from that year is American Beauty, which could not have aged more poorly, I don't think. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I remember liking it at the time. Kevin, Kevin Spacey... Having an affair with an underage girl. Yeah. Uh, not not great. <laughs> not a good look, as they say. This is true. It's like, what is this? Bill O'Reilly? <laughs> um, <laughs> this, this, is my, <laughs> this is my move. I um, get it now. Yeah. Um, so he was a creep, too. So that's why I pulled that in That's there. why you said that Bill out O'Reilly. of nowhere? He's like, That yeah, makes sense. Totally. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, it turns out, was a... a um, what's that called? Predator. I just earned it, by the way. Oh. Yeah, he was a predator, and he was found not guilty of something. As charges or the charges were, he wasn't found not guilty. The charges were dropped. He'll be back acting soon, I'm sure. Yeah, because this is, you know, just the world we live in now. I guess <laughs> you can't get rid of creeps. Even ah, uh, the Blair Witch Project also came out that year. Oh yeah, that was a big one. Created a whole genre of horror. Uh huh. I liked that movie. I liked that too. I People remember talked a lot of shit about that even at the time. I thought it was scary. We've talked about this before, but I went to the theater um, with my friends and one of my. Uh, few of my friends didn't know it wasn't real yeah. i had looked it up beforehand so i'd read that on the early ass internet yes and yeah where it was being virally marketed for the and i didn't tell anyone until afterwards oh yeah because why would you yeah you don't want to ruin it like when dad told us that uh james holtzauer was gonna lose jeopardy oh yeah he texted me before final jeopardy said i think he's gonna i heard he's gonna lose <laughs> <laughs> and mom's probably still mad about that oh yeah uh, oh, speaking of dad, he he uh, emailed me. I didn't respond to him, but he said he and his brother used to put his sister's hand in warm water and it would make her wet the bed. So it totally works. That's a fall- callback to oh. an earlier episode. Yeah. We asked people to follow up if they've <laughs> even heard of that working. Yeah. So apparently it did work. According to dad, it was a reliable source in my opinion. Yeah. That's not one to make stuff up. 
Nope. Being John Malkovich came out that year. Oh, that was a good one too. That was a really good. I want to revisit that movie. I bet it still holds up too. But that's a good, a good watch still. The Sixth Sense. This is really a murderer's row of, uh, of movies. Do you have something happening over there? I thought I heard my phone ringing. Oh. <laughs> you look just dumbfounded. It wasn't. So the Sixth Sense came out that year. Another one, you know, it reminds me of how optimistic we were back then about things like M Night Shyamalan being the next, the next uh, Alfred Hitchcock. You know, Bill O'Reilly still seemed like a good guy. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so Did he seemed like a good guy. Is that what you said? Yeah, he was, yeah just, well, he was just on that bad show. You know, still he didn't see he wasn't exposed as being a horrible monster yet. Did he get fired? Yeah, isn't he? Oh, I thought he was still on. Mm-mm. No, he got fired because he was sexually harassed. He had to pay a bunch of money to. Yeah, but he worked for a long time after that. Well, he's at Fox News, so you're allowed to do that. Yeah, okay. They had had a culture of that until it became so bad that he had to pay somebody millions of dollars. He still feels like he can comment on stuff, though, which is interesting. Of course he does. That's why we need to get rid of people more. We need to really like, like shun people better in this society. Yeah, I agree. I think the reason we're in the mess we're in now is we didn't shun Richard Nixon enough, honestly. So the Sixth Sense came out. People were like, "Oh my God, this young director is amazing!" And then he made movies that were increasingly bad, and now he's kind of back, I guess. But I what movies? People got really mad about. Like, was it The Village? The Village was the first one they got mad about. He made Signs. People were mad about that. I thought both of those were decent movies. Yeah, I, I didn't mind movies. them. Um, I think The Happening was probably the one that was maybe his low point, where it's about plants being mad and killing people, but you can't see anything. So it's just Mark Wahlberg running around like the plants are killing us. Oh, I never saw that. I never saw that either. But I think that one got a lot of crap. But I think people, it's one of those things where it was unfortunate that he made such a good movie first. Because it's still a good movie and it's well acted and it's, um, you know, the really good twist and everything. And it's like, it's hard to follow that up. And he made some good movies that probably would have been better if they were made before that. I think he made Unbreakable after that. And that's a pretty good movie too. About um, It's the one that, there's, he made a couple sequels to that recently. That's what those movies were. Glass and... Oh yeah, yeah. Another one I, split. I remember liking um, kind of Unbreakable. Well. <clears throat> yeah, I like that more than The Sixth Sense. I think honestly, because I, I like I, I like the idea of superhero movies and superheroes and comics and things, but I don't like uh, actual comic books generally. Yeah. Like I have, a, I sometimes will try to read them, and if something's like iconic enough or different enough, I'll read it and I'll be like, oh, this is all right. But I have a hard time, and especially with the movies. Like, I, and the movies that I like are always weird ones, like Blade. I don't feel like I have the right kind of mind to do comic books for some of it. So much of it relies on looking at pictures and yeah, I've gotten better at that recently because I you just have to kind of slow down instead of just powering through the words. Yeah, I have yeah. a hard time with that. Yeah, I recently read. I think I talked about this, but I read Watchmen, which is a one of the most famous comics ever. Yeah, and it's really good. I was like, oh, I'm glad I read this. It's a piece of you know modern uh, fiction that. I think people should read like it's the kind of thing that makes sense to read in high school because yeah. it's, it's actually really well really well written deep and relevant today uh, Three Kings remember that movie oh yeah about the guys in was it Saudi Arabia or Iraq Iraq it was the first Iraq war and they're getting they're ripping people money off I don't remember exactly I think it was yeah, David O. Russell who directed that movie are trying to steal a bunch of gold yeah yeah George Clooney Mark Wahlberg Ice Cube and Spike Jones. yeah I remember Spike liking Jones that one acting in it it's crazy Another movie that came out that was obviously a big deal was The Phantom Menace. I've heard a lot of people my age talk about their Phantom Menace experience, which is um, seeing it and hating it. And I I was a big Star Wars fan. I mean, I think everybody my age was a big Star Wars fan because we grew up with it. Uh-huh. I think people your age were, a lot of them are big Star Wars fans, but it was more like a kid thing almost or something it was like something you learn about afterwards like if because all those movies were old by the time you would have watched them yeah i remember them i remember at least the last two coming out i went and saw that in the theater the phantom menace what did you think think of it when you saw it i didn't like it is that the one or maybe i'm thinking of the next one which one had treasure banks in it that one had treasure banks in it is that the one where they have like a really long board meeting yeah yeah i didn't like it i thought it was there's a very yeah very boring that's a what a lot of people had that experience but people were much more invested in it than you were yeah so when they had that happen they were very upset and and people i've heard a lot of people like on podcasts and stuff talk about how they saw it a bunch of times they'd go see it three or four times like i must have just not understood why this was good oh like this like they couldn't accept the the pod was was cool yeah because it was like people have been waiting for you know i remember it came out in 99 return of the jedi came out in 83 i think so it was that long i might have gone which doesn't Opening seem that long now. night. Yeah. With your friends. Yeah. It's a huge deal. People were waiting in line. Which is crazy to think now because I don't. You wouldn't do that for I anything. would never do that now. Yeah. 
for one, and also that we we just walked up and bought tickets. So maybe it wasn't opening night. Maybe it was just Probably opening not. week. Yeah. But I remember um, like people cheering when Yoda fought and just being like. <sighs> I think that was a different one. Okay, maybe I've seen two in the theater. Yeah, I didn't see that one in the theater. Um, that's a big uh, reveal for this. Uh, I didn't. I was like, this looks dumb. I'm uh, I'm 25 years old. Fuck it. I'm not gonna go see this movie. I don't need to see it. Yeah. Uh, and I was. You know, it looked terrible and it's, people said it was terrible. So I was just like, I'm not going to see it. Then I remember renting it after maybe a year later or whatever. Nice VHS standard definition CRT TV experience to have. Yeah. I remember watching it just being like, yeah, this sucks and it's boring. It's like it was just <laughs> what I expected it to be, which is not great. And people have tried to act like those movies are good now, but they're not. I've, my kids watch them. There are good scenes in them, but they're not good movies. But it's interesting that that was such a touchstone. I mean, the TV show Spaced which is an English show. With, um, oh, yeah. I just rewatched that recently. Oh, yeah. With I haven't Simon, seen it in a while. Edgar Wright directed it. So, yeah, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg and the guy who's Nick always Frost. in Simon Pegg movies. Yeah. Except for the ones that he's in now, like Mission Impossible. I think Nick Frost gets to be in those. Oh, yeah. Star Trek. So Simon Pegg got to be a pretty big star, which is Brian. cool. Brian. <laughs> that one where he's painting with his dick is so funny. <laughs> That's a good show. Everybody watch Space. It is. It's on one of those streaming services, right? On Hulu or something? Yes, because I, I did just see it on Netflix or Hulu. So. Yeah, um, it's worth watching. But There's they're some, so mad about the, the Phantom there, Menace. It was a it. major plot point that the Phantom Menace came out while they were making that show, and they were so mad about it. And Simon Pegg's roughly my age, so it's that was a very common experience. It's amazing how that pissed people off so much. Uh, Office Space came out that year. Oh, yeah, that was a good, good movie. One. I need to watch that again. But it's that captures working in an office better than any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, that one's really great. That's... Is Mike Judd, right? Mike Judge, yeah. Judge. <laughs> Mike Judd. Um, he wasn't he unhappy with how that turned out? No, he he was I think he was unhappy with how it was marketed and stuff, but I think oh, okay. like how successful it was. But I think he he was interviewed they did a like a twentieth anniversary or whatever. Well, that doesn't make sense. But maybe that's what it was. It was some sort of a article about like the oral history kind of article they write now. Uh-huh. Where they interviewed people about making that movie and he he was part of it, so I think he's he was happy with it. It just felt like he wasn't getting a lot of traction from the studios and stuff. Cause the same thing with idiocracy when he made that, they didn't, they released it like in two theaters or something cause they had to, but he pissed off so many sponsors or companies that they, they didn't release that movie, but office Space oh. had, had a similar problem where it was like, he was the famous Beavis and butthead guy and they didn't really parlay that into anything. But that's a, yeah, I remember that being good. Did you ever see American pie? Yeah. I saw that in the theater too. That's the kind of thing that I think of as like when I was little and I used to like think that I was too old to watch Sesame street when I was like five. Yeah. I feel like I was too old to watch American Pie when I was 25. <laughs> yeah, you might have been. And quit farting like that, I know please. Uh, hey, man. I gotta let him rip. Um, I like those <laughs> movies. I didn't see like all 12 of them. Yeah, they're, probably, they they're still making those. But they... Uh, Levy's in every one. They're good teen comedy, raunchy movies. Yeah, I feel like every generation has their own. That's the millennial one. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> some so old. problematic scenes in that. I'm sure. You know, filming... Know what mine would be. Filming a naked Singles? lady. Oh, without her consent? Yeah. yeah. Consent was something that really eluded a lot of those movie makers back then. Yeah, for a very long Just time. <laughs> I mean, in real life, it still does. But in movies, they've kind of figured it out. Um, there's a bunch of other movies. But it's, it's The Spy Who Shagged Me came out that year. Austin Powers. The first Austin Powers. Okay. Which nobody saw in a theater, but it was huge on video. That was one of the first movies that really I, benefited from like blockbuster video. Yeah, I did see that on video. And it was huge. I was never that into those. That kind of humor wasn't my favorite and i was quickly tired of people doing their austin power impressions oh but i never got tired of that luckily I that do it. only stuck around for 20 to 30 <laughs> years so yeah it's a it stuck around until borat came along and then <laughs> yeah, that took that's over true i remember we going to a restaurant for breakfast and there was somebody doing a borat impression at a different table the whole time we were eating breakfast Oh my god! It's like, oh yeah, very nice <laughs> to his friends. It's like, oh my god! Like, I wanted to kill the guy. I can't imagine how they felt. Oh, my wife. Wow. Who is this? My wife. Like, <laughs> just like, shut up. You're not funny. It's funny because he does it, and he's a funny guy. Yeah. You don't understand. It's not just the voice. South the South Park movie came out that year. I've never seen that. I watched it. Didn't know it was going to be a musical. Oh and yeah. I was like, uh. That's a lot. I think that's when I realized I don't like South Park that much, and somehow it's still on. Yeah, it's that's insane. amazing. It's like a, it's like Doonesbury or something. It's like just this political commentary thing. It's going to go on forever. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow came out that year. Tim Burton movie. I remember liking that. I never saw that. That's not my scene. It's decent. It's you know? too dark. But a ton of stuff came out. I'm skipping over a bunch, but that was a big year. Oh, Bowfinger. You like that movie? Yeah, I thought that was funny. 
It's one of those movies that kind of fell through the cracks. I don't feel like people talk about that movie enough for how good it was. Because it's, it's so, like, not... It's, like, against type for both of them. Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy plays twins, right? Yes, if not twins, they're brothers. They're brothers. Yeah, there's... In Is Eddie Martin's, Murphy's brother in that? I don't know, but Eddie Murphy plays remember. two characters. It's it's a funny movie. I Herman's saying no. He's a Bowfinger expert. Yeah, he's our resident... Bowfinger expert on Beat the Geeks. He does owe, own that movie. It's going to say oh, He owes that movie money. <laughs> he's got a loan. He's, he, got, he got stuck with some of that Hollywood accounting. He owes them money yeah. from a movie. So that's enough of that. I could go on and on. I, actually, I was actually thinking when I was looking at this list of movies, you could probably do a whole podcast. Not just an episode, but a whole podcast about the movies of 1999. Yeah, it sounds like There's it. There's so many. There's like, it's, it was, it's kind of known it's, as being a big year for it, movies. Oh, it's yeah, it's weird that all that came out in the same time. Yeah. I don't know if I would have guessed that. I think about two when I hear... I, we listen to a lot of the same podcasts and some different ones and I feel like uh-huh. people that make podcasts from the entertainment world are more prone to watch shitloads of movies yes like they'll go see three movies a week and I'm just like how do you do that like in a theater I can't even watch three movies a week at home I'm too busy playing video games yeah someone uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone talked about how I can't remember what it was they're on, on a different podcast about how something was a good morning movie oh it was on the Doughboys they oh were watching um <laughs> What they watched recently that made no sense. It was like a really old movie. That's crazy. And Nick was like, "Yeah, you don't really want to watch it at night. It's a good morning movie. I watched it this morning. Like what? Yeah, I can't, don't think I've ever watched a movie at like eleven in the morning. <laughs> I maybe did when I was like a kid, but I, I don't think I can't relate to that lifestyle at all. Maybe on the day after Thanksgiving. That's the yeah, only day. yeah, that makes sense. My son's but, favorite holiday, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. T- we, we decided we're just going to watch movies all day and eat leftovers, and it rules. Yeah, it's fun. I was there one year. Yeah, you should try to make it every year. I should. Yeah, so that's it for the movies. I think we have we should we have a little time here before our break to talk about other stuff. I think you have some stuff to talk about. Oh, I do. I'll steamroll you still while you do it. Okay. That's my role. This one's important that I do this time because I'm using it as a show picture. I was reading something recently, and um, they mentioned that a bar in Glas- Glasgow. How do you mm-hmm. say Glasgow? Glasgow? Scotland. It's not, like, it's not like Edinburgh where you have to say it real yeah, weird. Yeah, I got nervous that I was saying it weird, so I... I said it weird anyway. Um, Glasgow. Glasgow. Was doing a burger as a promotion, and it was a Mad Dog 2020. Oh, God. That's the worst that I could have imagined, if you asked me to name the worst burger <laughs> I could come up with. Mad Dog 2020 like a, burger. I'm so distracted because I'm trying to find the picture for you right now. So Mad now. Dog 2020, for those who don't know, which is probably none of the listeners, is a <laughs> fortified wine. Vera probably doesn't know because I bet they don't have the same it's thing It's not there. actually called Mad Dog. It's MD yeah. um, 2020, which is um, it's a fortified wine. It's very They're very sweet, sugary, fortified wine. About Can you see this picture? 20% alcohol. Uh, it looks like somebody threw up on a hamburger. It's very disgusting. I'm going to read you the description. It looks like, just like, like, um, it looks like a hamburger, like a bar, like a pub, a gastropub style burger with a big thick bun that somebody poured like Nickelodeon slime on. Yes, it's... A really gross consistency it's too. Up. It's like clear, light blue, and it's opened up, so it's on the meat and the cheese and stuff. It's not just on the top of the bun. It's like inside yeah. All these this is the show pick. Very gross sounding. Uh, the description it was from their Twitter, Instagram, or something said, "Can't wait to see the reaction to this one on special this week in the Doug Burger deep fried battered beef patty, blue Mad Dog twenty twenty sweet sauce rocket, which is arugula for you, oh, Bill. Yeah. For you, Bill, because you're dumb. Summer fruits." Cooley and MD Mayo, all in a toasted brioche for a chance to win one for you and a pal. Just like and tag. Blah, blah, blah. Um, that's, oh, so that's um, Mad that's Dog demented. Mayo, which is even grosser that it's so clear. Is that what that is? Did it say there's another Mad Dog thing? Oh, Mad Dog sweet sauce. Yeah. So I think that's probably the, the clear stuff is probably the sweet sauce. Oh, okay. And the so they put it. Not, not visible. Yeah, it's, it's on the top bun now that I look. Also, even just if you didn't have the Mad the mad Dog stuff, a battered and fried burger patty sounds gross. That is, yeah, that's, that's too, too much. much. There's a way we cook hamburgers for a reason. People oh. in Scotland are another another level of drunk. Yeah. That we can't even think about getting to. That's probably very true. Have you heard of Buckfast? No. It's a wine that has caffeine in it it's like four loco but monks make it so it's like we can't stop like we can't ban <laughs> we can't it can't stop them like it's been around forever but it's like it like God. there's like a significant percentage of crime that's like 20 percent of the crime is related to people being drunk on buck fast <laughs> oh, God. like people getting fights and break shit and like it's just like it makes people violent and weird what flavor is the blue is it just blue um, i don't remember it's not just blue it's it has a flavor it's like like berry or something it's like i can't remember what it is yeah it doesn't was, sound good i remember there was strawberry <laughs> banana was a flavor wasn't there like, red banana 
Maybe that's what it, it was. It might have been what it was called, but it was supposed to be like a berry banana flavor. It tastes like nail polish. But it was bright <laughs> red. And it, yeah. Oh, that's the one I remember the flavor of. That must be what I've had before. I probably kind of had more like, than one, but... It's like it's mocking you the whole time you're drinking it and throwing it up. Yeah, it did throw up yeah. in the middle of the street between my it's house and Sherry's house. <laughs> it laid down on the floor, on the ground. Wow. It's a dead end. Don't worry, anybody. She wasn't yeah, it was safe. By a car. Safe and sound. Just puking mad dog. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's it's kind of a rite of passage in the United States as a teenager to drink that kind of stuff. It's like only like really down and out people and uh, teenagers and drink teenagers fortified wine. Trying to quickly get drunk. And yeah, it's terrible. It's not good. It's uh, I should, we should get a bottle of it and try it. Oh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I, I, I haven't either, but I haven't looked for it either. Yeah, that's true. I, I think I've seen it. I don't think we could handle it at all. I don't think we could either. I certainly could. I don't drink that much. There's like good stuff for teens to drink now, like Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they had wine coolers, but I feel like they've gotten really advanced. Well, because they have flavored vodka now. That was brand new a few, like 10 years ago or so that it got, they got real nuts with all the flavors and um, easy to drink vodkas. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it's become more acceptable to drink like a, cotton candy flavored cocktail than it was like when i was young yeah even when i was of age it was like the first cocktail swingers related sort of revival of like everybody drinking manhattans or whatever oh yeah you're supposed to be drinking neat whiskey or you're yeah not manly yeah it's not cool to drink anything but that yeah um that's the most disgusting hamburger i've ever seen yeah you're welcome i I just had to share that with everybody it's It's one of those things that's so gross that i have to tell you that's like people thinking that up and making it or like trailer park boys level of drunk yeah it's like unbelievably like blackout for multiple days drunk i am the mad dog burger (laughs) um do we have time for do you have another thing i just wrote this down and there's not much more to the story i ran into a tree recently because i was looking at pasta (laughs) um herman and i were walking down and there was a down the sidewalk down by the market there's a restaurant making fresh pasta was it dick was a dick shaped is that why yeah <laughs> i've never seen such a dick big balls dick it was three quarters of an inch are, there, are, there, are those dicks and balls or space needles <laughs> yeah they were making it in the window and i was staring at it and i just ran into a tree it was very that's awesome very Did cool you get move. injured nope that's good it just looked like a cool guy Did people see you do it no, I don't know. Probably. I meant to say this last time I was at your house, but when I parked last time, I uh, saw a spot in front of your apartment and made a U-turn on First Avenue in front of a restaurant where people could see me do it uh-huh. and like whipped right into the parking spot. It was like awesome, you know? <laughs> it's like the opposite of when you get nervous about parallel parking when people are watching you. Oh, yeah. I like did it really fast and cool. I don't know if anybody noticed, but it was like, hell yeah. There's Look a at me driving. There's parking. a restaurant here that I go to sometimes where people are always trying to parallel park. <laughs> and it's very entertaining because a yeah. lot of the people who try to parallel park there are very bad at Yeah. It. I lived downtown with a car for a while, so I got really good at parallel parking. Yeah. And my car now has a backup camera, which is like cheating. Yeah. I didn't used to be able to parallel park till mom and dad moved downtown and I just yeah, had to learn. You just had to figure it out. I know. You live in the suburbs and there were a lot of people coming here on a weekend or not anywhere near somewhere where you parallel park. If you parallel park on the street on the east side, people just, and you do that thing where you stop and put your blinker on. Oh yeah. People just pull up right behind you. Just get right behind you and honk at you. What are you doing? <laughs> Um, I have a quick ice cream truck of the week. Oh, okay. I do. I have one too. Um, or I can save mine for next week. Yeah, I only have one. And okay. I just don't want to forget. Unless you we'll think make you yours the official first. this week. It might be the official next week. Okay. Um, there's a TV show. For, I, might, I don't think I've talked about this, but let me know if I have and then we can erase it. Okay. Uh, it's called Documental. And I've talked to you about this in real life, but I don't know if I have on the podcast. I don't it's, think so. It's a Japanese show. Um, there's a guy named um, Hitoshi Matsumoto, who's a famous Japanese comedian. Came up with the idea to have, uh, I think, 10 comics in a room together for six hours. Uh-huh. And you're not allowed, uh, not allowed to laugh. If you laugh, you get it like a red... Like a, it's like soccer. Where you get a yellow card and then you get a red card and you're out. Oh, yeah. So if you laugh once, you, you get a warning. And if you laugh again, which includes smiling, covering oh. up, trying to cover up. So That'd be so hard. So they all put down a million yen, which I think is like twenty thousand dollars or something i don't know how much of this is really true like you know how much they're actually getting paid or whatever yeah but the idea is they're all betting their own money that they're gonna win so they um and i think they win like a hundred thousand dollars if they win so they all get in a room together and he's watching them on a camera and as they laugh he hits a button and it stops everything and he comes in and says you laughed 
you, you look at you and they show the replay of the guy laughing. Uh-huh. And it's the funniest goddamn thing watching people, like comedians, trying not to laugh. They're allowed to talk though, right? Oh, yeah. They can talk. They okay. can do props. They can they hit each other. They can like, uh, they, the one guy just brought a giant rubber band and was like slapping it, like, like rubber banding a guy on the, his bald head. And it's like, <laughs> look, I got hurt. Um, people bring funny pictures. I was watching. There's three seasons of it on Amazon. Okay. Um, there's one. It's certainly not for everybody. There's some uh, intense nudity in some of them because it's a bunch of dudes. That's what you're into though, right? That's what I'm into. Intense nudity. Intense nudity. Like <laughs> funny nudity. A lot of guys in like just put like just quickly taking off all their clothes and having a thong on. Like it's funny <laughs> or whatever. Um, uh, there was, I was watching one where they had these, I think they were famous comedians, these older comedians. And this guy was like, Everybody come over here, look at these pictures. And he put a picture down and it was just a regular picture of these two comedians on stage, a man and a woman. And the man's head was shrunk down to the size of like a baseball, <laughs> just like Photoshopped down. And, he's, and the people are just simple shit like that. Like, and I was laughing watching it and thinking, man, yeah. imagine being in this room and they, and they go, they're like, no, you have to look at it. Come on. The people like walk away, <laughs> kind of like covering their lips with their, or their mouth, their teeth with their lips, right? Like just like trying really hard not to laugh and turning away. And they're like, no, come look at it. Come over here and look at it. Look at it. And they pick it up, and put it in their face. And I always, and I think like watching the show, it's great because it's like, it's a funny, it's a really good idea for a show. Yeah. Just because it's, you know, it's, there was a show called Make Me Laugh that was on Comedy Central that was kind of the same idea, but it was regular people and a comedian or whatever. But this oh, is yeah. like comedians competing against each other. They should do that here. They probably will. I was thinking they should do it here, but I think the problem is, and hopefully I'm not like out of line culturally saying this, I think there's a different attitude there because they all respect the guy running it so much uh-huh. that they want it to be uh kind of on the level i think here people will be forming alliances and like finding ways to cheat like i think here like there it's like they're all like okay i'm not gonna because you could technically just go sit in a room by yourself oh, like there are different yeah. rooms in this building or put a bag over your head and, and earplugs in you know like that's yeah. what people would do here i think and maybe you could make rules that would get around that but i think that's part of the problem is like i think they probably they're, will play, try they're playing here. the game to and there's a kind of level of honor it about and it be that i don't think people have here <laughs> yeah not comedians Communities here are proud of being dirtbags. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they should try it. I mean, it'd be worth a shot because I'm surprised they haven't after all this time. But it's actually a, a genre of show there where they have the professional comedians not laughing about things. And Oh, really? Yeah, there's video clips on video clips. There are clips on YouTube. <laughs> they videotaped it. But yeah, Documental, my my ice cream truck of the week. It's, all right. it, uh, it makes me laugh. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's interesting too, culturally, seeing the different stuff that makes people laugh. And most of it's... Most of it's the same. Yeah. It's just balls, you know? Yeah. Ball that's jokes. the funny stuff. Herman's balls. People, and, they, and they'll just like scream at each other. Like <laughs> there's at the end of one of the seasons, it's just two guys taking uh, gulps of water and screaming and spitting on each other <laughs> <laughs> for like two minutes straight. It's like, ah, pff, ah, pff. It, it devolves into like very ape-like behavior pretty quickly. Yeah. I can imagine that. As, as we are want to do. I assume there species. are no female comedians on. There's or? been one in three seasons. Oh, okay. So that's pretty cool. I don't know how many female comedians there are in Japan, but yeah, apparently not very many. So yeah, everybody watch the show. It doesn't pass the Bechdel test, but it's funny. Okay. Well, I think <laughs> it's time for a break. After the break. We'll but give, mom, don't watch that show. We'll give mom a call yeah. and see how sh- things are going down in Costa Rica. Do some hints. Yeah, motherfuckers. So see you soon, motherfuckers. Next.
Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where we read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. That reminds me, uh, Mary's here for this segment. We're recording this in order, so it makes sense. Uh, that reminds me of when you guys do an episode without me and you started out and you sound like you're doing a radio voice. I love that. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, this is a show where we talk about interesting subjects. <laughs> um, so Mary's in Costa Rica. We're doing this. Uh, in a weird way, but it's going to work. And we're going to do hints now. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? I don't know. Oh, welcome back, motherfuckers, from the break. Oh, yeah. Ernst. Don't Good say call. that. Nutballs. No, welcome back. Hey, guys. Nutballs. All right, fine. Shit nuts. Okay. Do you want to pick one first, Mom? Yes, I'm going to pick uh, 139. All right. 139 is available. Uh, oh. For a little peek behind the curtain, before we started recording, Kelly asked Mary if she, she wanted to start by picking some numbers to see if they're available, and Mary just said no. I don't. Yeah. I'm do this live. She said, fuck it. Oh. I'll do it live. <laughs> that's not a direct quote, by the way. That's a reference to, uh, that's a callback to when it, before when I was talking about. <laughs> to, uh, what's his name? <laughs> what's that guy's name that said that? O'Reilly? Bill O'Reilly, my, my broadcasting hero. 139. It's as easy as pie to get a flaky upper crust. Just before putting the pie in the oven, brush top crust lightly with cold water. The result will melt in your mouth. There was one we read like a couple oh. weeks ago that said to use milk. Yeah. we just, Cold water. We just did cold. Yeah. Come on. And wait, we, sucks. Cold, no, wait. Cold water makes sense. Milk, no. Eggs. Egg. You know, people put beat eggs on there to make it shiny. Yeah, it's good. Andrea does that. It's disgusting. Don't do that. It's not disgusting. No. It's really good. It is. Cold water. Is the way to go. Okay. What are you talking Maybe. about? You brush cold water on a pot? Like, I've never I seen you do that. Ever, but I have never heard this tip before. Oh, you oh you're really tips. backing it you're for something being, you've never heard of. You're just being vegan. Okay, because, yeah, Andrea just, we talked about this last week, that Andrea made a pie that was so good, and Bill said that's what she did to the crust. She put yeah. egg wash on it. It's like the greatest crust well, any of us had ever had. I think it looks pretty, but I think it makes it tough. No, no it was it great. It was very flaky. It makes it hold together. In a way that's not unpleasant. There's a weird sound when I talk. Do you hear that like chirping sound or am I crazy? I thought that was mom in the no. background with bugs and stuff. But it's weird you know, that it's happening when I... T- oh, maybe it's because we're both plugged into the same thing. Whatever. So I think, cold wait, water. Seriously, I think what you're hearing is our bugs from here. There's a really lot of uh, that makes sense. Know, crickets or something kind going of. on. There's, I just didn't know why it was happening of... when I was talking, but I think I understand now. We'll edit this part out. Okay. So, mom, when you get back, right. write this down. You need to make us a three pies. Identical filling. Right. Uh, well, we're going to have a bake-off. Should we... <laughs> no, mom's making... This is different from the bake-off. Oh, mom's okay. making us three pies. Because I have an idea. With a top crust. Okay. One with water, one with milk, one with eggs. What's your idea for a bake-off? We use our um, leftover pie that you normally make a cookie with, you know, the yeah, and then we can do test the different toppings, the uh, milk, oh, egg, and water side by side on one sheet pan. You could also just make crust and do that. You don't have to make a pie first. That's what she said. Well, she said to use a leftover crust. Yeah, leftover crust. I said that as though we'd each be making a pie together in the same kitchen, which is kind of absurd. Also, mom used to, um, so she, mom had a special pie recipe, pie crust recipe, where she took the regular um, pie ingredient, pie crust ingredients, which is just flour and shortening and water. And she made, she one and a half it. What do you call that? Increased it by 50%. Yeah. And then she'd have a bunch of leftover pie crust and she'd bake that up, which ruled because we put cinnamon and sugar on it. I don't know of anybody else who's ever done that. Oh, I've it's so good. Before. It is really good. But it's funny that you made extra crust. It's almost like you made that so we'd have cookies. And it's it's really satisfying, well, too, because when you make a pie, it's usually for the next day or something or yeah, for an event, and you can't just dig later. into it. But those cookies, you can get right, out, right on them. It's a good pre-pie. That's true. You want to pick one, Bill? I'll pick one. Let's do 9-21. Okay. I like making Kelly flip. Uh, <laughs> I'm know. doing cartwheels That's right true. now. She has... um. Instead of one of those step counters on her wrist, she has a flip counter to see how many pages she's turned that day. And I like to really rank that rank. I like to rank that number up. Yeah, I try to get a uh, three hundred flips in a day. <laughs> she's reading the Bible, just like man, this is so good. <laughs> a slipping clutch needs relining if you want to spare yourself costly replacement or repair. Not to mention the serious drain on your motor power and gasoline. 
Little care is needed for a fluid catch clutch. Just change the clutch oil at regular intervals. That's a lot of care for now. You don't really do that. No. What clutches what were like do? back then. I bet they were they suck. You don't generally change your clutch oil. Unless you change your clutch, I don't think. I didn't even know there was uh-huh. clutch oil. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, neither did I. I think Dad had a car once that had a clutch that needed to be bled. I might be making this up. Yeah, that sounds right. We're not doing that. And you had to pump up the clutch? No, you're thinking of bleeding brakes, Mom. Oh, okay. I've had that happen multiple times. But I think he had a clutch you had to like pump up. Is that possible? Because it it was losing pressure, and I think he had to pump up the clutch to shift it. It might have been that orange car, that orange Corolla. Oh, yeah. Or some piece of shit. The one that smelled like garbage and I got sick. I'll and a rat lived in it when we first got it. <laughs> it was a pet rat. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it was a pet rat. Yeah, uh-huh. it wasn't and a wild rat. I was rat. So, so confused when it was at our house. I was like, what? wait, wait, the hell? Where that? Where I am I? was on the road. I need to go back to Did, my Wasn't Dad my driving when he... When the, uh, my understanding was there, no. Was, no, there was no radio in the car. Oh, he got in it and started it and the rat stuck its head out the hole. Yeah. The radio hole. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Radio funny. hole. I'm going to do 141 that, here. 141. It's my favorite area code. Ready to eat and quick cooking breakfast foods are bargains when you consider their time saving in vitamins, fuel. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Let me start over. Ready to eat okay. and quick cooking breakfast. <sighs> <laughs> this is going to be a long one for Kelly. This is only our first episode. Ready to eat and quick cooking breakfast foods are bargains when you consider their saving in vitamins, fuel, and time. I don't even know if I messed that up the first time. It's just really weirdly written. Well, saving vitamins is weird. Is that the whole thing? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, above it, it says... Um, why, can I pick 141, too, and then you can skip me next time? Didn't you just do 141? Oh, as 140 also. Yes. Number 140. Okay. Eat cereals. <laughs> Few foods supply so much nourishment at such low cost. And cereals are waste-free... A pound of cereal is a pound of pure edible food. <laughs> so maybe it's like, that reminds me of the joke that somebody put on Twitter that beer is 99% water and the other 1% is ice cold beer. <laughs> it's like a pound of cereal is a pound of food. Uh, pure edible food. Pure edible food. What's wrong with that? It's true. But it's meaningless. Yeah, it it's so true it's, it's meaningless. Like if you pay for an apple, part of that you're throwing away. Unless you're a yeah, psychopath who eats a whole apple. Yeah, like a horse. Oh, have you ever seen anybody do that? <laughs> I, eat I've an seen, apple core? I've seen my, one of my sisters-in-law do that. Oh, which does one? she all the time? I think so. I think she does all the or time. Or was she just showing off? I'm not going to say which one because she might listen. Disturbing. <laughs> it's so dis- I, I Seriously, it's disturbing to see that happen. It's probably for good me. for you to eat all that fiber, though. Probably. But it tastes apple, terrible. The part you normally eat, the part normal people eat is plenty of fiber. Yeah. If you're I not getting enough fiber, eat two apples. Well, you could, as I say... You're going to eat two apples. Why don't I eat the whole thing? Um, you know, I don't know. Some people eat the whole shrimp with a shell on it. They don't. Including Bruce. <laughs> Every time? Bruce and I were eating shrimp a couple years ago together, and he was eating the shells, and I was like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that's not oh, the part you're supposed to eat. And he's he's had shrimp before. He was doing it on purpose. He didn't. He wasn't like not knowing <laughs> how to eat shrimp. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Huh. Well, that's real weird. That's probably good for you, too. Shrimp shells. Unless, like my wife, you're allergic to shrimp, then they'll be eaten. Who is Andrea, my wife? Oh, my wife, my only wife. Which one? <laughs> I said, I said, my wife. I did move quite a bit, quite far away from the microphone that you're hearing me through. Why don't you pick another one, Mom? Okay, man, I'm getting I'm tired from this long episode we've done. I'm just <laughs> laughing about how at the beginning of this, I was trying to play it cool, like we weren't recording this out of order, and I couldn't do it. I'm like, oh uh, yeah, this is just normal. <laughs> yeah, it lasted about thirty seconds. <laughs> You did panic pretty hard there for I know. something. I proxy. Okay. I'm going right right down the middle. Five 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 zero. Is oh wait, that's not down the middle. Uh, five five Oh uh, boy. Five fifty is not available. Oh shit. Okay. Five five six. That one's not available either. Okay. Uh this, this let's go nine nine oh two. Oh nine. Come on. All right. Kelly's flipping. <laughs> She's really getting her flips in. Nine oh two? Yeah. 902 is available. <laughs> I flipped to the 550s okay. and then you just totally switch it up. Her flip counter rolled over. I guess it's good for my old flip counter. Take that old broom you were just about to throw out. Cut the bristles uh-huh. away. Then tie uh-huh. an old felt hat <laughs> or scrap uh-huh. a flannel or carpet around the business end. And uh-huh. presto, uh-huh. you've got a perfically handy floor polish or er, floor polisher. 
<gasps> this is a I'm classic. I'm so surprised. You know what I thought was going to happen? What? I thought they were going to tell you this is how you get your uh, cobwebs out of your corner. Well, that would work too. Oh, damn. That's a great hint. Taking Cutting the That's bristles a- off a broom. Can you imagine anybody being that like frugal now? No. Now? No. Also, yeah. what is a floor you- polisher? Is that for after waxing? I- yeah. It's like not a thing that we use these days. Yeah. Right, wouldn't that be what we're talking just, about? After you wax your floor, you polish it by rubbing like a felt hat on it normally? <laughs> I don't know. I'm but very, normally very you're, on your, you're on a hair hands well, and he's like a sucker. Didn't you have a floor? You have what? Yeah, right. You've got a rag. You're just rubbing it. But didn't you use a floor polisher that was electric at our house? Yeah, but it, it took the old wax off. I would throw ammonia on the floor, turn on the floor polisher, which is two brushes, ro- you know, ro- yeah. rotating brushes. And then it would like loosen up all the old crap off the floor, the dirt and stuff. And, and then you take a rag and you wipe that all off. Oh my god, I can't believe I used to do this shit on a regular basis. I'm do this twice. Okay. <laughs> so, you wish. I mean, I wish. Yeah, you like, wish. Yeah, Bill. I wish. <laughs> anyway, so, I, just, I don't okay, have any so, recollection no, of this floor, which is why I think it's funny that Mom talks about how she did it all the time. It happened. We got those floors replaced like 35 years ago. I do remember with the wood floors, Mom would clean them, and then she she had like pieces of lamb's wool or. Oh really? I don't know if it was real. And it I don't was like that. big. Um, I have not like fake sheep, or maybe it was a piece of a sheep. <laughs> was it a whole sheep? It was a whole sheep. But we would. Uh, she'd let us put them on tired. our feet and slide around to oh, polish it. Yeah. Do you remember that? We must have done that like right when they were new. That was fun, and it was like a good anyway. trick to get your kids to polish. The floor. Yeah, that is good. So I'm not done telling you how this works. So then you get okay. some mom's going to list things. Take, mom has this weird get the dirt like, OCD thing where she has to list the steps. Yeah. It's not OCD at all. It's, it's organized behavior. So then you take the the crap off with what the rags, and then you throw the rags in the washing machine, <laughs> and then you take the wax and you spread it on. But no, you don't polish the wax. Mom the wax did one hard thing forty years ago, and she's got to keep talking about how hard it was. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end, Mom. Or yeah. So what I'm saying is that you don't polish wax. Wax is the polish. So I don't know what you do with the broom that has the <laughs> the, the tramp hat, hat on, on top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. tramp's hat. Yeah, with a top well, cut off. Well, a good hat. Yeah, you got to use an old, old felt hat. Yeah, it's funny that people, out. like when you think about these hints, an overwhelmingly common thing is, uh, let's do 237 while I'm talking, but is that they will tell you how to reuse things and how like, you know, like if you have an old dress, you can cut it up and make something else out of it or use a felt hat to do this. But they all insisted on wearing hats all the time. Like there was no yeah. thought that like maybe we could save money by not buying hats constantly. Even like, like you said, like hobos had to have hats back then. Dude, like you can't be hatless out on a train. No, you can't. You no, look like a you look like a bum and then, of a hobo. And then John F. Kennedy was elected, and people were like, "Wait, we don't have to wear hats." Is that what happened? Because he didn't wear a hat. He was the first president not to wear a hat during his inauguration. Oh wow! And everyone really? else wore like a top hat. Yeah. Oh, I'll be damned. The life. Know that. The life preserver what? way to store woolen gloves, scarves, and cashmere sweaters for the summer is to put them into perfectly clean fruit jars. Along with moth crystals, then sealing the jars tight. Like, this is another one that kind of is that funny, like, contrast with, like, how formal they were with how frugal they were. Where it's like, put your white gloves in a jar. It's like, why don't you just not wear a white glove? I think you got the idea of white gloves. What did they say? Woolen gloves. Woolen gloves. Okay. Scarves and cashmere sweaters. Well, cashmere sweater is still pretty fancy. Also, yeah. how big of a fruit jar are you having that you're shoving your cashmere sweater <laughs> Thank in there? Thank you. Jesus Christ. Well, like, those big giant yeah. ones. The, like a what? number two. I don't understand <laughs> the numbers of cans or jars. <laughs> well, if you had a giant, giant pickle jar, maybe. But my God. I think that's what they're a talking cashmere about. Sweater. Like a big gallon like, peach jar. Like the kind of make pickled well, eggs you in. Had, you could put a sweater, sweater in one of those. I was going to No, I don't know. Well, well, we got a I challenge. We've got to go to the <laughs> thrift store. Find a, a sweater and a giant jar. You're like, not going to find I a cashmere it. sweater at a thrift store. It doesn't have to be cashmere, cashmere. for the experiment. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. No. Cashmere doesn't not Cash- fit in a jar more than other sweaters. <laughs> yes, it does. Kelly, would you back me up here? Bill doesn't know what cashmere is. I think cashmere might fit better oh. than just a plain wool sweater. Yeah, because it's like lighter. Exactly. Okay, so you're no, on board with this plan. So you think I should use a half a sweater instead, like a regular... Like a cable knit sweater Bill would wears, be harder to put in a jar. Bill wears belly sweaters anyway in the winter. You ever have sweaters? <laughs> <laughs> it's like wearing a well, vest where you have certain parts you want to keep warm. Bill likes yeah. his upper torso warm and his belly out. Yeah, look my belly out. Well, I know it doesn't look great, but uh, but also he's not wearing cashmere. He's wearing he's cable just, knit. He's nope. just showing off his six-pack, that's Snows all. Snows out, guts out. 
Sorry, I'll get mad right. when I don't call it your nine pack. <laughs> I was trying to. Uh, it's a. I need to get one of those shirts that says "This isn't a beer gut." It's a. So, it's a solar solar panel for a sex machine. Oh no! Wait, that's your bald head. That's a bald. Oh yeah. Head. What is it? What do you? What is the stomach one? Uh. It's a reserve. It's a gas tank for a. Yeah, gas tank for a, balls. <laughs> yeah. <'cause laughs> I should make I a real shirt that says that and wear it around my kids. Correct. It's a gas tank for my dick and balls. <laughs> Episode title, mom. I think so. I think you nailed that. Uh, it makes no sense, but it's like the smartest thing I've ever said. What do said. I know? Okay, it's Kelly's turn to pick one. I think. Okay. But yeah, I think it's funny that these things are like, uh, yeah, uh, cut up your old thing and make a uh, sew it back together to make a suit, and also your cashmere sweater. Put it in a p- giant pickle jar, and uh, I don't you know. You need what. to go someplace and touch cashmere because that will. I have had a cashmere sweater. I know what it is. Yeah, try not to get kicked out of the store while you're doing what, that, Bill. I don't know what your thing about me not knowing what cashmere is has to do with anything. Because you make it sound like it's just going to pop right into a pint jar. No, it isn't. What do you think cashmere is? Like yeah, burlap? Cashmere is softer than wool. Yes. So why would it not go in it a jar? It would go in easier. This is the dumbest argument easier, we've ever it's had. Not the, okay. It's not the yeah, dumbest I, argument I've ever had with Mom. I That's had true. a cashmere sweater until I put it in the dryer accidentally one day, and that was the end of that. It was very... It's a very sad situation. Did he give it but to anyway. a baby after that? <laughs> probably. I gave it to Goodwill. Some baby probably. Baby some fancy, probably. Fancy possible. 80s baby. I'm going to do two ninety yeah. nine because it's episode 99. Okay. Man, remember when we talked about all those movies? That was fun. I know. I really liked certain ones. Always pay special <laughs> attention to shoulders. They're so important. Shoulder pads should be removed before washing. If they are not removable, shoulders should be ironed very dry before doing the sleeves. Otherwise, they will redampen the sleeves and may leave unsightly rings. Jesus. Um, wow. You, shoulder pads were in fashion in the early, late 40s, early 50s, huh? Yeah, that they were in a, women's uh-huh. suits back then. Yeah, it's interesting. That's, I don't that's think a in the 50s, but in the 40s for sure. Because like, those are suits. You, you, don't, you don't iron your own suit. You have cleaners for that, don't you? Because well, when not, did Grandma get married, Mom? Her wedding picture, she wore like a suit, not a yeah, dress. Yeah, but like I, think, a, I don't think she ironed it herself. No, but it had um, shoulder pads like is any, what I'm thinking. Any kind of a woman's like blazer would have shoulder pads. Is yeah. What you're saying. Like you might wear it with a skirt or whatever. Also, or why, did Grandma wear, why did Grandma wear a suit when she got married? Like know. it was a dress suit, but it was like a... Not a wedding dress? Oh, it wasn't like a, a business suit. Was real, I don't know. You know, I never thought to ask her. That, that was uh, very peculiar. It was pretty. I mean, she looked good, but she looked like she was no, doing she some look, work. She looked like a movie star. Yeah, she, uh, I don't know why you'd be ironing your suits, but it seems like this is another thread throughout this whole book is like having complicated, expensive, fancy, cl- not expensive, but like fancy clothes. Yeah. And having to deal with it yourself. And now I was thinking about this. I was at the grocery store and there's an old man there and he was wearing like basketball shorts and like, like a... I think like a Seahawks jersey and like how old people dress like that now. Like, yeah. And they should. But they used to. No, we used they to, shouldn't. Well, um, well, I do that's think. That's how dad dresses. So. I think people shouldn't wear <laughs> basketball shorts in public personally. I, he doesn't wear. He, unless he they're playing not. basketball. He doesn't wear what? He doesn't wear basketball shorts in public. Well, we go to like the park he does. That's a weird thing I got from mom, I think. That basketball shorts? I also think that you shouldn't wear basketball shorts unless you're. Playing Actually, basketball at home. I, I wear them. Yeah, I wear them at home. I don't know. I don't wear them out. But I, I, what I'm saying is, or pajamas. The, the people wear pajamas in public. It's ridiculous. I know. But what I'm saying is, old people clothes used to be like slacks pulled up really high and like a you know maybe like a button down short sleeve shirt. But now it's uh-huh. like uh, a tank top and basketball shorts and like it's like Adidas slides. It's just like how like frat guys dress. It's awesome. <laughs> It's funny. Nobody should dress like that if they're out of their house. I like, hate we were, those sandals. I do too. I can't. They're so popular. I could never wear again, them. And I don't. Because I couldn't look at my so feet ugly. and see them on my feet. Um, which is weird. I was thinking about that. I was like, maybe we should get some of those. I couldn't handle those. I couldn't <laughs> handle looking at them. I have some terrible shoes too. Um, you have a lot of good shoes though. You're a shoe guy a I little do like, bit. I do You're not like, good like, shoes. A, yeah. like a needing to collect Jordan kind of guy. No, but you. I like to wear You weird, wear nice shoes. Cool shoes. But uh we were watching, there's a thing about the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Uh-huh. And they were showing uh-huh. the astronauts in, in the the uh, Apollo program, like the when they first started the space program and Kennedy was announcing it. And everybody looks so goddamn cool in it. Like everybody in every <laughs> crowd is wearing a suit or a dress. Oh, yeah. And like the most informal clothes are what you would wear to like a wedding now. And it's like, it's funny to see that and how that was like something about the, the, the imagery of that era and the space program coincided with like probably the peak of our style as a country. Yeah. Like both like architecturally and, and like 
and engineering and aiming for lofty and, heights that yeah. are like a shared goal that's not disgusting. Yeah, announcing we're going to go to the moon in less than 10 years and then doing it is something we could never do now. Yeah, that was pretty we, badass. We couldn't, I, we couldn't go to the moon now in 10 years, I don't think. Probably not. <laughs> but uh, it's it was interesting to see that because it kind of, I think it adds to the romanticism of that whole thing is that... Uh, Just everyone being dressed really cool nicely all the, the time. buildings looked cool and the rockets looked cool and all that stuff. Yeah. But now people just wear whatever. I, I think it's... And they should stop doing that. Kind of a wash. I don't think people to need to necessarily it. dress up. You wear flip-flops every, all day, every day, Mom. So you have no argument. <laughs> I'm trying to put in pauses for Kelly to take out later. <laughs> You're doing this. What are we doing here? I have, a very, I have a very excellent bunch of flip-flops, though. Yeah. And also, she's hurt my feet, so it's medicinal, I, medical. I was at work today. I was hooking up a computer for a woman who's pregnant, and she had some flip-flops on the ground, and I was like, do you know there's some flip-flops down here? Because I was underneath her desk. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, do you want me to move this? Do you want me to move this over here? Because like, she had like a footrest thing. She's like, no, I can move that stuff. And I was like, do you know there's some shoes back here? Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is where my feet get really swollen. Oh, wow. Because I know being pregnant oh. is difficult. It's trying to be nice. Yeah. But I didn't say that. Were you like, I'm can I watch you put these not, flip-flops on? <laughs> yeah. I was like, can I have these? <laughs> Don't do that. You, um, you're like, you really keep these clean. They smell good. She thought it was, yeah. She thought it was weird that I was taking pictures of her feet, but <laughs> from underneath her desk. No, I, I didn't creep out on her. I don't think. Um, <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think I'm a very creepy guy. I don't think so. I can tell because I see people being creepy and I'm like, oh, I don't do that. Yeah. Wait, that's good. <laughs> and I, I think you hear, can I tell. I like to hear that. <laughs> yeah. You can read people's that's, cues. That's my promise. My promise. Yeah. Are we doing, what, what, is mom picking one now? What's going on? Yeah, Did mom, you, why don't you pick another one? We'll see if it's available. Okay. Uh, that's one of those times I'm glad I didn't say the person's name. 187. 187. Oh, well, like, uh, that's yeah. available. That's a. Mom's been listening to a lot of rap, I bet. 187. Yeah. You know? The murder code? No. California? Uh huh. No. no, I did not know yeah, this that. This going to be about killing cops. <laughs> we just snuck that in. There. I know. It's weird. Um, 502 in California is a, a drunk driving. That's my version of Ernsting. Why do you know that, Mom? What'd you say? Uh, my, my, my childhood. 502 is drunk driving in California. Oh, she yeah. knows from her childhood. And you're probably your adulthood. <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh, personally have a 502, but I know a lot of people who did. Well, Grandma and I had people like who a, defended people who did. I think Grandma had a, a 1506. <laughs> I <think so. laughs> and one one of my stepfathers was a lawyer, so he, you know, oh. he was the 502s were his kind of his uh, wheelhouse. Is that the guy who got disbarred for being such a drunk? He almost got disbarred. I didn't get disbarred. Oh, okay. Were the 502s his Good specialty <laughs> as a lawyer and as an individual civilian driving around? Exactly. There you go, yeah. Listen, Familiar I know about drunk driving because I do it. That'd be a cool commercial. <laughs> Listen, we all drunk drive. I do it constantly. We drive drunk. Yeah. It's the, he's like, it's the 50s. Hey, I won't judge. We all do it. <laughs> Listen, it's the 50s. It's I won't judge, but the other judge might judge. There's he's like, this is the era of madmen. When you're putting up... I thought it was. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. What? What now? When you're putting up preserves, don't overlook labeling the jars with the contents and date. Most any stationery store has store has blank labels, which you easily stick on the jars and make whatever notations you wish. <laughs> so it's like peaches. I feel like this is a uh, sweater. A hint that came out of someone forgetting to label <laughs> stuff one year. Yeah. See, that almost went by, Bill, but that was excellent. That's funny. <laughs> Um, that I, I loved it. I thought it was a very good. Uh, Thanks, mom. Did I did I do any good jokes this time, mom? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Um, that was my favorite. Bill. Mine depends on the day. Oh. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. It's rarely me though. Yeah, the, telling you to label your stuff. How? So I think I was thinking <laughs> it's about a little bit fundamental. Yeah, I was thinking I about how it's weird that we call it canning, even though it's putting stuff in jars. We don't say jarring. Oh maybe, yeah. Maybe because it sounds scary. It's well, too we, jarring. She called it putting. Yeah, that's why. Putting up. Putting up preserves. Because I could see if you were canning things in cans that you would need to label them. But can't you tell by looking at a jar what it is? I guess if you don't know what kind of preserves it is, if it's black raspberry or yeah, I was trying to think what it could be like peaches That's or kind of true. You can tell by looking at it. Marmalade. I think the more the more uh, telling or interesting. No, most important. What I'm trying to say, I, I don't know, is uh, the date. Yeah, I was going to say that too. How yeah, old true. it is. Peaches and mangoes are something you wouldn't be able to tell apart very easily. You know what probably... Uh, well, somebody in, in you would California mangoes, then. 1948 is not... Mom and I just jumped on your ass. Mangoes. Let's get Her, her ass. Herman's <laughs> mom does mangoes, so suck it. Well, yeah, she's in... <laughs> she's in Canada. But that, yeah, but it's now. Oh, now, yeah, she can get them you now. You couldn't get mangoes at the grocery store in Canada in Probably no one knew what a mango was in yeah. the mainland exactly. back They thought it was then. just the Chris Kattan character. Let's do 562. <laughs> 
hilarious character. There's a character Chris Kattan did on your favorite show, SNL, and oh. it was called Mango, and it was terrible because Chris Kattan's oh. not funny. <laughs> That's right, That's Chris Kattan. Right. I'm starting podcast beef with you. Does he have a podcast? Probably. This one. Five sixty-two. Sounds about right. Not even on the right okay. page. Okay. <laughs> I could tell Here. Kelly was going to forget because I put my finger on the one to remember. Double the life of plain window curtains by making top and bottom hems the same width. The curtain made then be reversed after each laundering what reversed hem, up and down oh put a hem hem on the top and bottom so that the i've never seen a curtain wear out from what does that prevent wearing out yeah because you could switch it each time like flipping your mattress wow you know what'd be a better hint is to tell you to do that and then put something on the bottom to hold it down like a dowel yeah or uh i don't know some old thing you cut up old cans. It might, <laughs> might be true that if you go down one or up or down one. The hell? Why would you put your curtains upside down? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Well, I think they're supposed to be symmetrical. So but I mean, be... why would you put the why would you put them back upside down? What? Or no, reversed? Because you're. I think it's the idea that fabric will wear out from the curtain rod, sliding it back and forth. So if you flip it the other way, it'll they'll just last longer in general. People used to really work their curtains hard in the forties. They'd whip them back and forth real hard. <laughs> Cause of the, it's because of the World War II, the blackouts, that they had to close their windows. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's what it was from. Maybe. All right. Okay. I, like, I stand corrected. That's not the dumbest uh, hint I ever heard. We should have yeah, kept, kept track of what the dumbest hint we ever heard was in this book. Yeah. We should have left, had a list of them. We could have people vote on them at the end of the year. Are you picking one now, Bill? Didn't I just pick one? I did. Oh, okay. I picked the shitty curtain one. I'm going to pick 289. Do we get a new one because I got a bad one? That one wasn't that bad. I've had much no, worse. It was pretty bad. It was very dumb. Okay, go. It was dumb, Ellie. but it wasn't bad, you know? I'm finding the page. Because uh, the one about the clutch was boring. That was bad. Yeah. Does Kelly have like a really overdeveloped uh, thumb on her right hand from, from flipping? From flipping? I'm working on it. Yeah, she's always walking down the street and people are pulling over and she's like, I'm not hitchhiking. <laughs> I'm just giving you a thumbs up. I saw that joke from Tom Robbins. I know. I that was a dumb book. Do you read that book? Yeah, I care for all of his books are dumb. I don't know are who they? that is. I think I tried to read one of his book and I books and I couldn't get into it yeah, actually. Like, don't have hippies in this book. That <laughs> yeah, was. I don't. Yeah, he's not that great. Um, for convenience. Jeez. Okay, oh, Bruce doesn't hear this. For convenience, iron flat work or men's shirts on a well padded tabletop. Cover table with a folded blanket and an old sheet. Do they not have ironing boards? I don't know. Flat work. What would that be? A tablecloth? Flat You're work? You're not using a good knife for that, okay? Uh, Mom's, Mom's checked out. not paying Mom attention. I'm limit. sorry. I, no, I, I, I thought Dad was getting ice with my good knife and I was going to have our issue. Okay. Uh, sorry. I did check out there for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Tell me to get together. Okay. <laughs> So it's a chipper when you said that. You want to just read the, reread the whole thing? For convenience, yeah. iron flat work or men's shirts on a well-padded tabletop. Cover table with a folded blanket and an old sheet. Okay. Yeah, they must be tablecloths and runners and stuff. Is flat work? Is that what okay. flat work is, Mom? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yes. Mom's going to list how to iron now. I am. I'm going to list that flat work is, for example, exactly tablecloths, uh, pillowcases, so it's not handkerchiefs. Pe- it's not necessarily big stuff. Flat stuff is different than men's too. shirts. You cannot iron a men's shirt on a. Well, you can on a table. But but a, yeah, you need to. Why wouldn't you just you use the ironing board. board? Were they not around? Yes. Maybe they. Yes, had, they were. They had ma- ironing board. That's what you got for your wedding present. That was your best wedding present. Maybe they had to send it over to the boys in Europe. They needed to iron their uniforms, so they had to get rid of all the ironing boards. Hmm. That was supposed to be a I joke. I thought about that. <laughs> it was very funny, though. <laughs> no, we loved it. Guys in Normandy just ironing their their pants, you know? I'll uh, insert some canned laughter for that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I, the reason I pointed out that it wasn't funny is because I realized that as I was saying it. Because I say that about everything on this, this hint list. Because I think that's what it is. It's like, you know, here's how to preserve this, and here's how to keep stretch this and make this last longer. How okay, well, that, that's a terrible hit because it's it's good for flat stuff, but it's not good for men's shirts because men's shirts have a lot of curly cues, a lot of well, corners, a lot of curly cues. You know, you need. To, well, you need. To, <laughs> Dad wears well, yeah, crazy the, shirts. Dad wears Prince style, like pirate shirts. <laughs> so funny. hard to iron. 
It would be funny. They are. Dad actually I think you're kidding. exclusively wears muscle man shirts when he's in Costa Rica, sleeveless yeah. shirts. Um, that's why I think it's funny mom was oh. mad about saying people wear basketball shorts and tank tops because that's essentially how dad like dresses down there, isn't it? Well, everybody does here. It's hot in a summer, bitch. You okay. have to. Not basketball shorts, enough. though. Regular shorts. Um, why don't you pick one more, mom, and then we'll umpire pants it. Okay. I pick uh, 702. All right. What do you say, Bill? Uh, 702 is taken. Okay. I just realized I should have said 502 because that's the uh, DUI in California. Okay. It's going to be about DUIs. That's available. In dusting... Involved drunk driving? Yeah. In dusting books, wipe the leaf edges away from the binding. Keep the dirt out of the backbone pocket. That's a hint. Okay. That makes sense. If I ever start dusting my books... Yeah, so that it doesn't fall into the back part. Although I think... Your house gets a lot dustier if you don't have a filter. You don't filter your air, you know? Yeah. Our house doesn't really get that dusty. Isn't it weird? I don't think I've ever... I do dust my books here because of, like, termites and stuff, because it gets gross, but in the United States of America, I've never dusted a book in my life. Isn't it weird how just living in a space will keep it from being super dusty, but, like, if you leave somewhere for a while, everything is just completely covered in dust? Yeah. Like an abandoned house. That is weird. Yeah. It's like you're... Maybe you just breathe it all in. Yeah, we are the filters. Oh, God. We're HEPA filters? That's a horrible thought. Yeah. But it's probably true. Human oh, HEPA God. filters. Oh, man. We need to get some more uh, animals in our houses. You should get a turtle for, and have it be a HERPA filter. Filter. <laughs> God damn it. I almost said it right. But I'm excited. That was pretty good. I liked it. I mean, I, I, I had to work it through my brain, you know, to make it work out. But yeah. it's still pretty good. It was a science joke. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I'm that'll so do it. Yeah, sounds sounds like you we're think? done here. We'll go out on Bill's herp joke. Okay, I'm gonna say to you from Costa Rica, umpire pants out. Hi. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to check that place out. Oh, you sound very loud. Uh, oh, I, you're I cranked mine. Way up. I cranked mine way up because I I wanted to overpower you. Well, that's smart. Instead uh, of just doing it with topics. Oh, thank you. I meant to come back and check that, and then I wandered off and started doing something else. It's time for the hint list. Don't burn your food. Welcome to Bill's Goddamn Banksy. hint list, wherein he tells you not to burn food. Piss bombs, piss bombs. I don't know how that song goes at all. Did you look it up yet? No. It's on either. my to-do list. I need to add, uh, I'll add it to my Spotify, my, my playlist that I listen to all the time, so it'll come up. That's a good idea, and you can work on the lyrics. I sound a little piss high. Piss bombs. I don't know if you search for piss on Spotify, what happens? Probably all kinds of good stuff. Piss up a rope, of course. Ween song. Pissed jeans, you know. That sounds gross. All right. This looks okay. Let's try listening. All right. <laughs>